What's up, our little true crime addicts? It's Megan and Grace, and this is That's That's So Criminal. That's right, you guys. We're recording live today, which is... Live from Saturday night! It's Saturday night! Sorry, I don't know why. <laughs> you guys should have seen the theatrics in that. Yeah, there was there was a bit of a hand movement there. Um, We're recording. Up, we are recording in person again. Yeah. Which is awesome, because it is Grace's oh, yeah. husband's birthday party today. It is! Guys, so, I know you don't know him, but Will's tell Will happy dude. birthday. Will's a fine dude. Oh yes, we're getting ready for his party. So sorry if you hear our our, our little ASMR ice drinks. Oh yeah, or, sorry. Um, yes, yes. Podcasting. <gasps> <laughs> okay, so it's a heavy one today, guys. Yeah, it's a it's a bit heavy. So we're kind of gonna jump right into it. Um, haven't decided if it'll be one or two parts, but y'all are kind of gonna find out yeah, with us. You're gonna talk about. You're gonna oh. see how long. Like, how fast we talk. And also, how long we can talk. <laughs> yeah, how long and how fast we can talk, because let me tell you something, it can get pretty bad. It's both. <laughs> I thought it was, I asked on our Instagram, I asked the question, I was like, which episode is y'all's favorite? Oh my gosh, And yes. someone responded, I love this, and they were like, I don't remember which one it was, but it was the one where you guys went on like a really long tangent about blood types. Oh my gosh. And I was like, oh, that's just so accurate. Embarrassing. It's all <laughs> of the episodes, so actually. That's so true. <laughs> I know, I was like, I was like, which tangent, because... There is Don't a, get us started. Oh yeah, there's way too many tangents to count. <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, guys, this week Grace is gonna go into the toy box killer. Yeah, and it's rough. I will not lie. When she was doing the research, she had to tell me multiple times, like, yeah, I gotta take a break. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta take my mind off this for Mental a health. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. uh it deteriorated. Yeah. But I'm gonna We're warn back. you guys. The next few, especially if this is a two parter, yeah. The next few episodes that are going to be pretty heavy, because the case that I'm doing right now is also pretty heavy, so... We're going to try to lighten it up. I think I might take a little tour on the hauntings. I don't know. Yeah, something a little lighter next. Because it really gets to you, especially when, like, if you're, like, with me, I watch shows, too, like Criminal Minds, and a lot of times, like, I will listen to other podcasts, and so, like, when when I'm, like, sitting down and doing my own research, I'm like, I don't think I've, like, really had my mind on anything else recently right like other than just straight up murder that's what will was telling me like you gotta like hopefully you guys surround yourself with some hoppy podcasts i said hoppy hoppy <laughs> podcast happy podcast too because hoppy sounds cute this though. stuff is kind of heavy and yes. so i'll just kind of jump into it kind of trigger warning like meg's was saying um this is gonna be rough yeah. uh if you guys don't know toy box killer it's it's a lot so fun. it's especially as a woman it's a lot. Yes. It's, yes. Yeah. Um, so, trigger warning, we're going to talk about sexual assault, kidnapping, torture, pedophilia, uh, unfortunately, bestiality a little bit. Um, so, if you need to skip, please do. I can't. Yeah. But you can, as Grace said before. Megs is strapped in, but... <laughs> um, and also, just a trigger warning, and I'll say it again later, right before, we're actually going to play some audio from him. So, we'll let you know if you need to skip. Please skip. Mm-hmm. You know, 
no hard feelings because we love our little true crime addicts yes, and we want yes. you all to be mentally healthy. Exactly. So. Exactly. Okay. Are you ready? I am. Okay. I'm as ready as I'm going to be. I'm so excited. <clears throat> We're going to jump into this. Okay. So also just a, another quick side note. This story is kind of like all over. So I told Meg, uh, we're going to, this is not a straight line. So I'm going to try to. That was me. That was me before with the one guy. With the right? One guy I did. I'm going to start with the last victim of his and kind of work my way all throughout. Kind of we bouncing back and forth. Um, hopefully, I think it sounds cohesive. But hopefully y'all can follow along. I'm sure it'd be good. Um, also, I think it's funny. I was looking at Grace's notes. The difference in Grace's <laughs> and mine notes is so freaking funny. It's OCD. <laughs> no, literally, like Grace's notes is like an actual outline. Like she does so. It's so They're color coordinated. Color coordinated. It literally it is. is. And then she goes to. I just have paragraphs upon paragraphs of just like <clears throat> splotches of like random shit. And I know Grace was like, because we, we can see each other's notes, and Grace was like. Yeah, I don't even, I can't even, I can't even process. <laughs> I think I go into her notes and change it from untitled document to whatever the name <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, because she's like, I can't deal with this. It just shows up and I'm like, what is this? <laughs> but, okay. So, March 19th, 1999, around 10 or 11 a.m., 22-year-old Cynthia, oh my. Cynthia. Cynthia, <laughs> Cynthia Vigil was in Albuquerque, New Mexico, walking through a parking lot with a friend of hers, um, when DJ, another friend of hers, stops her and tells her that a man in an RV across the street had been specifically asking for her sexual services that evening. So, being down on money, Cynthia said, sure, absolutely. Yeah. But weirdly later, she will recount that, which, like, spoiler, I just kind of did, but, uh, Cynthia... I keep Symphony. saying Symphony. <laughs> wow. Somebody name your baby that. That's yeah, cute. Yeah, Symphony. Actually, is you created a name. Right? Um, anyway, C- Cynthia later said that she actually saw the man that DJ was referring to give DJ money, but she just kind of brushed it off yeah, and that's said, weird. oh, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so the man was older. He had this kind of like nasty, slick back hair, uh, big mustache, and kind of like really not the tan, big mustache right like tan like leathery skin okay okay i i can totally get a picture of this right now right yeah so this man was david parker ray and when she walks into his rv they head toward the back and begin kind of working out the details of her services for the evening he hands her the money she bends down to put it in her shoe and suddenly he revealed that he was an undercover police officer and arrested her for solicitation oh he puts a handcuff on her, just one, and she reaches for the door because the whole time she's saying, no way, yeah. like, no. Um, so she reaches for the door and she literally has her fingertips on the door when she thinks she hears him call her name. And she's standing there shocked. It took her, like, kind of off right. of what she was doing. Yeah, like, took her off, like, balance for a second. She was like, what the Yeah, because okay. she gave him a fake name, Crystal. And so in her mind, she's saying, I don't understand how you know my name. This is so weird. Right. But suddenly a woman emerged from the back of the RV and starts shocking her with a long red and white cattle plot. Cattle prod. Oh my God. Okay, this is weird because my case has something to do with cattle prods too. Stop. The case I'm doing next has like, if there's something with cattle prods. Guys, we're mentally the same person. I know. Same person, different font. Yes. Okay, continue. So anyway... 
She comes out and is shocking her with a red and white long cattle prod in the neck. Oh my god, that's literally, oh, that's like a worst nightmare. Right? So the Synthony, name thing, too, is weird. I keep saying this. I'm so sorry, Cynthia. It's because you I really wanted to like, be Synthony. I, like, I'm looking at this too long. That's what's happening. My brain is Your washed. eyes are playing tricks on you. Right? Cynthia. Cynthia. So Cynthia fell to her knees, unconscious, for a few moments, when the man then drags her to the back of the RV and handcuffs her to a cabinet. Mm-mm. I remember she's just got, like, the one, like, uh, handcuff on, so he loops it through and handcuffs her other hand. Okay, so now she has now she has both arms. <clears throat> yep. Handcuffed. As soon as she starts driving, she's already thinking of a way out of this terrifying position with a man who is very clearly not an undercover police officer, but a psychopath. Yeah. So quickly, she looks down at the cabinet and realizes it's loose. So she unscrews the cabinet she was handcuffed to. Yes, Cynthia! Right? And she crouches down, prepared to run for the door. But as she's crouching down... With the plan of saying, okay, the moment this RV stops, I'm bolting. Yes. Okay. Ray suddenly slams the brake and she goes flying forward. No. So obviously the woman who had shocked her um, comes to the back of the RV with a gun while Ray pulls over and then comes to the back. They force her to lie down on the bed in the back of the RV and duct tape her from her chin up to her cheeks. Oh my God. Right? At this point, she's panicking. She's struggling to breathe so badly that they actually end up cutting the duct tape off of her and put a leather mask over her face instead. Okay. So, this mask has no eye holes, just a hole for the nose and a mesh zipper area for the mouth, and it belts around her neck. So, I'm... Oh my god, that's terrifying! <laughs> right? And she was so close. Right? Okay. Oh and she's god. also, like, she's young. She's 22. Like, in any oh. age, this is terrifying, but, like... I am very claustrophobic, so oh, same, like same. writing this was like that when you when you talked about the duct tape that actually right? gave me like a little bit of anxiety, mm-hmm. like the idea that like you would be struggling to breathe and that. ripping it off of your hair, oh my God. like. So she's panicking still at this moment, but now she kind of is wising up, and she starts acting like she's gagging. So they just take everything off of her face. They're like, you know what? Okay, fine. Okay, that was smart. But then the woman. In, uh, who shocked her with a cattle prod. Her name is Cindy. So when she thought that she heard her name, she really heard the man calling out for <gasps> Cindy. Cin- okay. Because her name's Cynthia. Okay. So Cindy sits next to her and threatens that if she's loud at all, they're just going to shoot her. So she's holding the gun and they literally start driving for hours. They stop a few times and each time she's threatened with a gun. And while Cindy is still back there, Cynthia the woman who's been kidnapped. I know it's going to get a little, like, ah, uh, with that. Um, the names? Like, yeah. Cindy and Cynthia? So, Cindy, her full name is, like, Cindy Hendy. So, I'll, it's kind of funny. Cindy. But, <laughs> so, I'll try to refer to her as Cindy Hendy, just so you know. Because okay. Cynthony, do this! Wow! It's too, it's too, it's too much. The Guys, same names. We're recording on a Friday, and my brain is just Scrambled. apparently off. Um, so I'll call her Cynthia. So, Cynthia begins to try to, kind of appeal to Cindy Hindi and say, you know, Why are what you are you going to do to me? Am I going to be okay? Right. And Cindy Hindi kind of responds that in a really horribly crass way, I cannot even like imagine just like the gut feeling yeah. Cindy or Cynthia had. Cindy Hindi responds that they're just going to rape her and let her go. Oh but they have my a God. special spot where they like to do it. So they're going to take her there. Oh my God. Right. Just, okay. I would be in the back of that 
truck or whatever. RV. RV. Just being like, why are you doing this? Like, right. what are you doing? What did I do to you? Like, mm-hmm. I, I would just have, oh my, I can't even imagine the hatred, the anger, the fear. Well, how do you even process that? I mean, you don't. you're 22. Like Your brain would, would be sitting here like, this is not happening. This isn't happening. Right. It's not going to, this isn't going to happen to me. So then Cindy Handy asks her if she knows a girl named Daisy. And Cynthia actually says, yeah, I, I do know that girl. What are you talking about? And Cindy Handy says, well, she's safe and you'll be too. Basically inferring that they've done the same oh thing my God, to Daisy? this girl. Oh my gosh. Okay. So at one point, Ray pulls over and gets gas for the RV. That's how far they're going. Damn. And Cindy Handy puts the gun to Cynthia's head, puts a finger to her lips, and tells her to be quiet. And finally, they arrive at their location where she's drug outside, naked, handcuffed, and shackled to an area with a few other homes okay. in Elephant Butt, New Mexico. I hope that's how you say it. <laughs> it's Elephant Butt or Elephant Butte. I think that's like... But- Wait, is it B-U-T-T-E? Yeah. Because I feel like that might be... Let's see. I feel like that's Butte. How to pronounce... Because now I'm curious. Butte. 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 Elephant Butt, New Mexico. <laughs> I'm such a child. Oh Why is that so funny? Okay, wait, how I lost my spot? And I can't imagine the thoughts running through her head as she hopes and prays that it's broad daylight. Yeah. That somebody see sees her, her being drug outside with a gun to her back. Oh I my mean, god, literally. I can't. The fear! <clears throat> okay. Right? So we're going to take a quick sidestep to talk about Cynthia's background. Okay. Uh, I wasn't able to find her exact birthday, but she was born in 1978 and grew up in Albuquerque, New Mexico with her grandmother. Sadly, she began being molested by a family member at age 11, and when she reported it, everything was dismissed, and it absolutely crushed her trust in adults. Yeah. She actually ended up running away from that home uh, and began living with her mom, Elizabeth Molia, again, which, because she was living with her grandparents at the time. I don't know, I mean, exactly why she was living with her grandparents, but clearly didn't work, um... So her mom, Elizabeth, was a huge partier who would actually bring Cynthia with her to the bars, really, when she was, like, young. Um, And then, sadly, in 1992, when she was 15, her mother was found dead in a ditch. Okay, so this girl has just had so much happen to her in her life. Like, she was molested when she was, like, 11, you said? Mm -hmm, By a family member. She finds her mother, like, deceased. I... I can't, and then now this is happening to her. Yeah. She has just gone through it. So since her mom had heavy ties with drugs, her murder was actually really not looked into at all. And they actually initially of course. wrote it off as an overdose. Of course. Which like really frustrates me because it shouldn't matter what you do for work. It doesn't, but it does. And that's, that's, that sucks, right? but it does. It shouldn't matter at all. It shouldn't matter because you deserve justice if you're murdered. Like, you, I'm sorry. No like, you're a human being. Like... And another human being is just saying, oh, yeah, well, oh, well. Like, nobody oh, nobody okay. deserves to get murdered. Like, even if you don't like that person, think about, she's got a 15-year-old. Yeah. Think about how she's going to look at that. Exactly. So, 
Because that does, it has something to do with how you grow up and right like, that will stick with you. Oh my god, yeah. I can't imagine your mom dies at 15, well, is murdered at 15. Murdered. And then the cops are like, yeah, whatever. I don't know. She was a druggie, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, with no place to go, no one else to turn to, Cynthia, Cynthia really had no other option than to follow in her mom's footsteps and turn to prostitution in order to survive. So, she's in and out of juvie for prostitution, drug charges, a few other things in the U.S. as well as Mexico. Mm -hmm. And in 1998, at 20 years old, Cynthia actually lost her best friend, Ramunda, I think that's how you say it, Ramunda Baca. Um, Sorry if I'm saying all of these things wrong. It's okay, names are hard. I know! Uh, Who disappeared while she was out on a date with a man who she had offered her services to. A no. few days later, her body turned up in the man's car after he was arrested due to a DUI. So that wasn't even the end of it. She yeah. lost her friend, too. Yep. This is so sad. Which, thankfully, that man who killed her friend was convicted and died in prison, so... Okay, good. Peace good. out, girl that was, There was justice there. Like, yeah. Experiencing the murder of her mother and her best friend made her so strong and resilient, though. But then, uh, almost a year later in 1999, basically... Right before all of this happens to her, right. uh, Cynthia was actually experiencing domestic violence uh, at the time from a man who ended up beating her so badly that she literally had a permanent facial bone injury. Oh my gosh. Like, little side note, uh, the man she was being abused by actually went on to kill another woman. <laughs> so, Oh yeah. my gosh. <laughs> another romantic partner. So, thank God she was able to get out of that, um, because who knows, that could have been her. That's terrifying. Right? And the day that she was taken, she was actually, remember how I said she was staying in a motel? Yep. She was actually staying there because she was running from that boyfriend, and that's then how she runs into Ray. Dude, so kind of this, trading, this, she has not caught a single break. Right? Trading one evil for, like, another, without even knowing oh it. Oh my gosh. Right? Okay, so... We're, that's kind of background on Cynthia, and we'll kind of touch on her again at the end. Um, so back at the mobile home, Ray has drugged Cynthia inside into their living room, and he sits her down on a bed and fits her with a metal dog collar that has a padlock, shackles, and handcuffs before chaining her to the wall. Oh my gosh. Right? Cynthia is in such shock, and she's probably so terrified she can't wrap her mind around the fact that any of this is real. Like, yeah. I know all of us, probably not all of us have been in a situation like this, but, like, holy crap, I can't even imagine, like, it's gotta be, like, an out-of-body experience. Like, yeah. you're just sitting there going, like, oh, okay, I'm gonna Do wake up. Do you know how up. long it would take me to, like, convince myself that this is real? Right. Like, I, it would probably take me a long freaking time to be like, if ever. This is actually happening? Oh my, oh my gosh. Right? You know? So... Shortly after this, she's played a horrific cassette tape, which he recorded. This audio tape was recorded in 1993. It's 1999 right now. Wait, he played this for her? Yes. It is 1999. This was recorded... Was seven years seven earlier. Seven years ago? By Ray. Oh, no. So, guys, no. I will play a small portion of this. I think less than five minutes. I'm going to be very honest. I would not listen to the full audio. It's really bad, isn't it? It's scary. It's spine chilling. Very hard to forget. Um, and it's 50 minutes long, also. He recorded 
a tape and then played it to her. It, oh my god. So they let that sink in. She's chained to the wall and then for 50 minutes, almost an hour, she listens to this man say the most vile and disgusting things I've ever heard. So that's your warning. Guys, for the next few minutes, yeah. <laughs> uh, skip skip the next few minutes if you don't want to hear a little bit of it. Yeah. Feel um, free to look it up if you yeah. want to. I'm not going to stop you. I'm going to play a small clip. Just note that there is cursing in it. We're not going to bleep it out. Yeah. Because honestly... It, it also, it shows you how insane and how messed up this guy is. Yeah. I want, I want it to sink in that like, this is three minutes of Cynthia's... Not, this... Before her experience has really even started, this is three minutes of what she had to live through. And you know that's meant to just, like, torture her mentally. Yes, that's literally what he says. So, um, again, there's cursing in it, so feel free to skip it if you'd like. We're not going to bleep it out, so... Yeah. All right. Hello there, bitch. Are you comfortable right now? I doubt it. Wrists and ankles chained, gagged, probably blindfolded. You are disoriented and scared, too, I would imagine. Perfectly normal under the circumstances. For a little while, at least, you need to get your shit together and listen to the state. It is very relevant to your situation. I'm going to tell you, in detail, why you have been kidnapped, what's going to happen to you, and how long you'll be here. I don't know the details of your capture because this tape is being created July 23rd, 1993 as a general advisory tape for future female captives. The information I'm going to give you is based on my experience dealing with captives over a period of several years. If, at a future date, there are any major changes in our procedures, the tape will be upgraded. Now. You are obviously here against your will. Totally helpless. Don't know where you're at. Don't know what's going to happen to you. You're very scared or very pissed off. I'm sure that you already tried to get your wrists and ankles loose. No, you can't. Now you're just waiting to see what's going to happen next. Holy so, crap. Um... If you need to take a moment, please do. Uh, I cannot imagine. I open the entire time. Yeah. I cannot imagine hearing this and experiencing this real time because I read the full transcript. I was going to say, did you listen to um, read it? I started listening and I had like literal tears in my eyes like halfway yeah. through. I, I had to stop and I just skimmed the rest of it i was gonna say holy crap I don't, um I don't, I don't even know how it like, takes you some time to get out of that mental headspace if i'm being honest so yeah. if you need a minute take it no worries we'll be here when you come back so as the tape played ray and cindy hindi for 50 minutes 50 minutes guys that was that's a that's almost that was an hour long. The section that we played was three minutes and twenty five seconds. And there's fifty more minutes of like detail, horrific detail. I mean, they say things about bestiality. I mean, it's 
horrific. Yeah. Horrific. So as the tape played for 50 minutes, Ray and Cindy Hindi went about their business as normal. As if Cynthia wasn't even in the room with them, and as if this tape was not being played. Oh my god. Oh my god. Like, that's sick. Wait, First, so, so, um, Cindy Hindi and Ray, right. they were in the room. They, they yeah. were just, like, watching her so reaction, it's basically. kind of odd, like, I think, maybe I'll post a picture of their room, um, but basically, like, how their house is kind of set up, it's like a everything's on one level and then there's like a small step up and then like that's their bedroom almost like a studio okay because it's a mobile home but like yeah she's on that one step up like in the bedroom per se and there's like a cast iron like fence for lack of better terms that separates the two and like yeah she's like just in there and they just don't care that's absolutely like literally (laughs) so anyway cynthia during this is looking around the room is she blindfolded or no? So she's, she said that she was not blindfolded okay, at the time. Okay. Um, but, like, basically, she said, like, the whole time she's looking around, there's, like, things on the wall that he's, like, handwritten, hand-drawn, and, like, Ooh. she said that as she's hearing this audio tape, she said, quote, the way he talked, I didn't feel like this was his first time. It oh, was yeah. like he knew he was, what he was doing. He told me I was never going to see my family again. He told me he would kill me like the others, end quote. Oh, God. At this point, Cynthia was convinced that she would not survive this ordeal, which... I don't blame her. Oh, yeah. my I, I, I'd feel the same way. Right? She had no clue how long this nightmare would be her life, but she said that she was determined to not give him the satisfaction of killing her. Which, like... I Okay, yes. You're iconic. Yes! I love the I'm strong... queen. Bad B energy. I love right? it. Right? Queens only. Yes. And kings, but in her case, she's a queen. In her case, so, she deserves no. all the power. All the... All the... All the titles. All the titles. She just is. She is that lady. Like, she's that, that girl. She's like, she's like, no, he's not giving me that satisfaction. Not this time. Like... So here, again, I say it gets rough, but, like, the whole thing is, like, horrific. So guys, like... It's hard to say, like, it gets rough after that, like, tape. Please don't listen to this with your kids. I'm like... I'm, oh, yeah, don't like... I feel like I shouldn't have to say this, but, like, I'm going to. Don't allow your young children. Please don't listen to this with minors. Um, or just with anyone that's, like... Just too young for this shit. That can't consent. <laughs> yeah. So, for two hours, she was left alone until Ray comes back in with a box and a small car battery. A small car battery? Yeah. Okay. The box had switches and wires, and Ray puts gel on Cynthia's intimate areas and attached clamps all over her body and begins shocking her for a period of over five hours oh my god oh my god he would leave it in a setting for hours at a time coming in and out of the room just to check just to watch her finally he comes back out uh and comes into the room and places a bar across her knees and ankles and one across her thighs so she's unable to stretch out or move her legs here's where again rough um he begins using sex toys on her and shocking her internally for over an hour. 
He tortured her until night and then sat up a bed on the floor in the living room and began watching a movie, him and Cindy Hendy. And he oh. just leaves her there. Oh my god. They're in the same, remember, they're in his house on the same floor. They're just like, so I'll, she as can she's literally laying there, see them. They're just like, they're just sitting there. They're they're, just they the set movie. up a movie on the floor. Like a cute date night. Oh yeah, whatever. Oh my goodness. Okay. So Cynthia was terrified all night long and desperately fought to stay awake. Terrified of what sleep would bring her. Yeah. While she was awake, she was looking around trying to figure out an escape route. But unfortunately, being addicted to drugs at this point, she began going through pretty rough withdrawal symptoms. As well as the torture they put her through, she was not physically or mentally doing well. Right. So, kind of where she was being kept was inside of their home, almost in like, uh, I want to say like mock toy box. And we'll kind of talk about what the toy box is in a second. But like, basically they just kept her in there. I don't even know. Like to, she said it was almost to like mess with her before the toy box to scare yeah, like, her. Yeah, like mentally freak her out basically. Mm-hmm. Like put her in this tiny space. Yeah. That makes sense. Right. So now I'm going to kind of take another sidestep and talk about what the toy box is. Okay. Uh, and I know I'm going kind of all over, but like no, no, I no, said earlier, good. it's not a straight line. This man is all over and I want to be sure I'm giving you the information when it's relevant and it's just kind of wild. Yeah. So the toy box or Satan's Den oh, were some nicknames for a trailer on Ray's property in Elephant Butte, New Mexico. In the back center of the small trailer was a gynecological chair retrofitted <gasps> with handcuffs and straps to restrain these victims. Oh my gosh. I hate that image. Right? The Imagery is about to get really rough here, so please look it up if you want to. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. Above this chair was a mirror mounted on the ceiling in order for raised victims to watch what he was doing to them. On the floor, there were whips, chains, pulleys, straps, clamps, leg spreader bars, surgical blades, saws, and numerous sex toys. It's said that he probably spent over $100,000 on this. Oh my god. This man just... Think about that. This man, first of all, he was so confident in himself. Like, you can tell from the, from the, from the Unfortunately, he played. was smart. He was in, I was gonna say, like, I, I don't know, I don't know when he was caught or how long it took him to get caught, but you can just tell that he never believed he was going to. You, he, oh, I, yeah. The narcissistic yeah. qualities already in this, in this man. This man is a classic narcissist. I cannot, I cannot. Okay, keep going, sorry. Okay, good. So, when we'll kind of touch on, trust me, I have a whole section about that. <laughs> She said, I already, I already got you. I know, that. like, I'm trying not to say too much right now. Grace is a, um... I am prepared. I was gonna say, well, you're also a class A, like, duh... duh what's the word when you, like, know really a lot, a lot about something? You're, like, a... A... You know a lot about what? narcissists. Oh my god! <laughs> what is that um, called? Megan is trying to nicely say that I'm a know-it-all about narcissists. <laughs> Because I have a lot of personal experience with narcissists, not that I am a narcissist. No, no, not that she is a narcissist. I meant, like, because you just, I feel like you've just met so many narcissists. It's just that somehow narcissists look at me and say, oh, you're so stupid. Grace is it. It's time. I'm going to get to know Grace. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, but that's all I'm going to say about that one. professor on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish I wasn't. Um, Professional. Yeah. That's the word. Oh, that's true. I was like, all I could think of was know it all, and I was like, I know, um, dude. Why was my, my brain said, um, which you like don't know it's vocabulary. not always a negative thing, but like, yeah. Unfortunately, life has brought me in contact with quite a few, many a narcissist, many a so narcissist. Don't try me. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> she'll see through it, <clears throat> right? And I'll also tell Megan about all of it. Yes, <laughs> she will. And I'll be like, oh my god. So again. okay, so along the walls hung horrifyingly modified medical instruments that he handmade there were modified drills changed cage hooks and other homemade torture devices investigators also found this wooden contraption which <laughs> trigger very, i don't like the wooden part just very trigger warning we're about to get into some rougher things i'm just gonna say dude every time you say it i'm I like know. it gets worse yes. i'm just gonna stop saying trigger warning after this but just assume that there's gonna be one y'all know that it's there and that's on y'all so Anyway, investigators found this wooden contraption that was later found to be used to prevent Ray's victims from moving while his friends would rape them. And it essentially would, like, force them into... Ah, I don't want to say a pun on this because I'm going into bestiality in a second, but doggy okay. style. Okay, okay. Um, and unfortunately, gonna quickly rush through this part... If you listen to the full video, he explains and actually does to some victims uh, force his dogs to sexually penetrate them. Oh, um, wow. That's all I'm going to say. There really is no words to say about that. I'm going to move on just, because the cruelty horrible. to animals and humans is untapped. Absolutely terrible. So, okay. Not only were all of these, sorry guys, awkwardly laughing, <laughs> not only were these all super horrifying things, but there were more hand-drawn diagrams and illustrations of women in horrifying bondage positions. And there was actually an 18-point instructional guide, right, that he wrote titled Psychological and Physical Procedures, Initial Handling of the Captive Personal Fetish. Oh, God. Really shitty title. TBH. Yeah. That's, Just doesn't even sound good. I feel like they should have, I feel like he could have come up with something Checked different. the grammar. Yeah. But checked anything. It was taped to the wall. Okay. Investigators also found um, audio of torture, devices for electrical torture, and trophies that he kept, such as jewelry and clothes from other victims. I think it was over, like, like 150 pieces i some some would say it's honestly i think it's way more than that but I'm, I'm just pulling that off my head right right but one of the worst things in the trailer was detailed journals kept by ray describing over 40 quote packages or, or victims as he referred right. to them here he wrote how he would disorient them and purposefully upset these women by keeping them off balance physically by being unpredictable emotionally by brainwashing them keeping them blindfolded putting a wooden box over their head and never letting up on his verbal and physical abuse. Oh my, oh my, oh, okay, I can't even, I just have to keep going. I can't, I don't even have anything to say. Yeah. So, back to where we left off. Um, 
Also, sorry guys if I'm laughing on Magnus. I'm a very Grace, uncomfortable laugh. Grace is an uncomfortable <laughs> laugher. It's not laughing out of like. I will laugh funny. at funerals because I don't know how to. No, I yeah, don't know what to this say. This is how she is. It's part of her personality. That's kind of like what? Who said that? Elena from Morbid does the same thing. Yeah, and I'm like. Finally, there's somebody else. I'm like, no, it's I'm not it's insane. it's laughter out of I'm uncomfortable, and also I'm just like this is so bad that I don't have anything else to like portray other than right? just I'm gonna like laugh. I don't right? know what to do. So anyway, <clears throat> the next day, Cynthia wakes up and watches Cindy Hindi make Ray breakfast like a normal freaking yeah, couple. It's just it's just a normal day. You know what I mean? Yeah, just like like breakfast. she's not even there. So they take off Cynthia's restraints, um, which, like, on her hands. And when I say that, she's almost always has the collar on. So she always so has some kind of restraint on. Always chained to the wall. Oh, my, okay. So she, they had regular handcuffs on her, and they replace them with leather handcuffs and proceed to hang her from the ceiling. They Wait, hang her from... from Arms are basically attached to a hook on okay, the ceiling, okay. and she's hanging. Okay. She's not a tall lady either, so she is... Hang. She's like pretty far up there. Yeah. Oh my god. So think about like you're doing when you hang when you're doing like a pull up, but except like you're hanging from your wrists and your shoulders are one hundred percent like out of their sockets. Oh god. Okay. So they beat her with whips, shock her, and sexually abuse her for hours. And then when she was finally brought down, she's taken into the back room with the mock toy box. Which instead of a... Basically, it was the same thing, except it had a massage table. Instead of a gynecological... What? Gynecological table? Gynecological. I know what you meant. A massage Y'all table. Know. Okay, this yes. really is trying to show, like, circus from hell. Or, right? like, something... That's terrifying. Things and you know you, he was going for something like that, too. Right? Like, he wanted the, uh, the look of that. You would see this in a movie and say, no. Yeah, he'd say, I'm not watching the this movie. This isn't real. Like, LOL. Mm-hmm. I can't even, like... It's not scaring me, because it would never happen. Yeah. But unfortunately, it did. So, anyway, they tie her to this massage table and begin torturing her so badly that she recalls feeling her breast, like the tissue in her breast, start tearing away inside of her. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. Like, just think about that for a second. I can't even imagine... I don't even... I can't Everybody's even... had a little titty tap, but, like, you, to literally yeah. have your breast be almost it's like tearing a muscle except it's your boob ripping it off yeah oh my oh my like think about how bad it feels to like have somebody smack you but then like someone is purposely and you're you're helpless lying there so i'm also just gonna do a little assumption that this guy's a masochist yeah wait no masochist (laughs) is when you enjoy pain on yourself something like is it he's a sadist sadist Yeah. yeah so he literally like gets off to watching pain yes yeah okay yeah Mm-hmm. So, uh, after a few more hours of literally torturing her, they moved her again onto the floor in the living room and poured hot gravy all over her and had her dog, their dog, lick it off of her. Oh my gosh. And, like, so, basically they were trying to get the dog to have sex with her. Oh, okay, okay. I was like, that's a weird one, because it doesn't seem like it's that... And she literally said that she still remembers that feeling of the dog licking her. And even today, it's like, she can't. She hates that feeling. Oh, you would never be able to, like... Yeah, and she said that it just, like, she remembers being terrified and horrified of these people that they would do this, not only to her, but, like, to their dog. Yeah. And this was the second night of her being there. This was the second... Okay. Yeah. And 
It also shows you that they view her as just, like, complete trash. The, what, what did they say in the video? That it, they were less than... Yeah, you're less than, like, like you're the just The animals disgusting. outside. Yeah. yeah. So, we're gonna kind of go into a little background on David Parker Ray. Okay. So, we're leaving Cynthia on the floor. It's her second night being there. So, David Parker Ray um, was born November 6th, 1939, in Bellin, New Mexico, to his father, Cecil Ray... Uh, and his mother, Nettie. Cecil Ray. Which, Nettie is an adorable name. <laughs> I, I, I like Nettie. That's cute. Right? So, when he was young, uh, he actually has a younger sister, Peggy Ray. Um, Peggy which, like, Ray. Oh, these are up. so cute, right? Like, oh anyway. They lived with their maternal grandparents, Russell and Dolly. Again, I don't know what's going on in New Mexico. I'm in love with the names of these people. Mm-hmm. Like, except for David Parker Ray. Screw you. Anyway. Yeah. Um... So, he lived with his maternal grandparents, Russell and Dolly Parker, who were super, super strict. Okay. They lived on a small ranch since they were poor, and his father, Cecil, who was an alcoholic, pretty much only came in his life to abuse them. Like, literally. It was Cecil Ray, like the name? I feel like you can't be named Cecil Ray, and then... Without being a dirtbag. I know! Like, why? No shame on anybody whose name is Cecil, because it's a cute name. Cecil, I like that name, but just like... Maybe it's just because we know who the son is, but... Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so, um... Lost my place. It was actually his father who introduced him to sadomasochistic porn. Oh, yay! What that you is, were saying. You know, some daddy-son time. Basically porn where people get off in the humiliation and physical pain of others. That's a great... I love that. Not cool. <laughs> um, which, if you're both into Here's it... Here's how to not raise your, your son. If you're both consenting adults, do it. Adults but being like, the main term here? And consenting. Oh, like, yeah, wait, wait. <laughs> I go back. Consenting being the main term here. Whoa, but adults <laughs> being the uh, big, pretty big second. Yes. <laughs> I said, um, consenting. Backing up. <laughs> so, Ray was actually teased in school for being too shy around girls and did pretty poorly academically. Okay. He heavily abused alcohol and drugs as a teenager and, like, I don't mean, like, 16, 17. I mean, like, 13. Like, he was oh. doing this. Okay. And at the age of 14. 14. The Think about what you four. were doing at 14. I was outside playing with stick horses. What about you? Um, I think I was, like, obsessed with Pretty Little Liars. And I'm not even, like... <gasps> yes. I'm not even, like... I'm still obsessed with I'm not even going to deny that. <laughs> That's the only reason I got Max. So... <laughs> yes! Yeah. Are we about to start a Pretty Little Liars podcast? I feel Ooh. like we are. By um that shows too. I could I would I, I started rewatching it recently actually you because I told you yeah you oh, I told you <laughs> like Meg start watching like, oh my god dude oh okay I was like I need to talk about this with somebody and Will doesn't want to hear about it dude my favorite character is Spencer and it's always gonna be Spencer and I feel like nobody else mine is, is Hannah okay okay yes okay Spencer and Hannah are two like underrated characters bro yeah right everyone always talks about Aria people talk a lot about um Emily and of course Allie but I love um. Emily, just, what's her name? Oh my gosh. Shy Mitchell? Shy Mitchell? I said Shy Mitchell. I know. She just released, like, suitcases. Yeah, the Bays. Bays? I don't know actually how to say it. They're cute AF. Dude, yes. I see them all over my TikTok, and I'm obsessed with them. I'm just obsessed with her. She's so amazing. She's so adorable. Okay, I'm sorry. Tangent, guys. Yeah. But, like. Our bad. Our bad. We love you, Shay Mitchell. Anyway, um, going back to (laughs) At 14, I was watching Pretty Little Liars, um, but at 14, Ray was actually really into BDSM. So, oh my god, um, as one is, which like 
once again, if you're a consenting adult. <clears throat> yeah. Consenting adult. <laughs> one, one more time for the people in the back. Consenting adult. <laughs> yes. Be my guest. Yeah. We're not saying anything about BDSM. We're implying that if you're into it, you're a killer. Because like. No, yeah, that's not what we're do saying. Do you? What we are saying is that if you are, for one, not of age, and if I mean, and I mean like, you know, serious minor here, and for two, you know, the other not person consenting. is not consenting, then yeah, there's a serious issue Don't there. do it. Yeah. So. The big, I don't, don't like do it. That should have to be explained, but unfortunately. Unfortunately it does. We Ray need a pencil that says, don't do it. The memo. So. Anyway, Ray collected the porn his father gave him, and his sister, what? His sister actually found some drawings and pornographic pictures of bondage practice when he was 14. Not the drawings. <clears throat> Not finding your 14-year-old brother's drawings. Of, of BDSM. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I think I'd quietly put that back <clears throat> under the bed. I think I'd be like... She did. Oh, she did. I'm not gonna address but it. But this actually caused them to really just apart. Like, they oh, just yeah. kind of... I wouldn't know. know how to talk to him. I'd be like, what was... I don't know what that picture was, but I don't think mm-hmm. I want to know. So, uh, through some of Ray's statements, we can kind of guess that he started assaulting women when he was, like, a teenager, which is horrific. Well, I'm sure it did. I'm <clears throat> sure it started there and escalated. Right. And he went on to serve in the U.S. Army as a general mechanic and actually ended up getting an honorable discharge at the end of his service. Do you know service. what gets me? And this gets me every time I hear like when someone like this... Like, this horrible of a person. Mm-hmm. I hear, like, oh, yeah, they're honorable discharge from them. I'm like, they, whoa. To be whoa. fair, though, I know that, like, I some. Mean, you, can, I guess you can hide it, though. Well, some kill, they do. Who said this? I feel like it was, like, Crime Junkie or somebody. Yeah. Anyway, I know I read it somewhere as well. That psychopaths actually do better with, like, structure sometimes. Okay, actually, So they yes. succeed in the military because also, like. Unfortunately, like, Megan and I both have ties to the military, and, like, yeah. we're not saying anything bad about it or generalizing. Yeah, gosh, no. But sometimes there are people who join just for a power position, and that's... That's true, and that's what Not I cool. And also, a lot of people, you know, a lot of these horrible monsters that we talk about, they, like Ray said, they do better with structure, but they hide it. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't see them and just go, yeah, I think you're a horrible killer. You Literally. You know what I mean? Literally. And so, but it just, <clears throat> it just always gets to me when you hear that, like, they served your country and it's like, fuck, right? I'm not gonna thank you. <laughs> fuck you. Oh, I'm okay. not gonna thank you. Like, like I, I don't want to imagine that you, like. Yeah, like, you should not be, as- people that are terrible should not be associated with a position of honor. Exactly. Which, that's like, a great way to put it. That's what it is. That's a great way to put it. So, anyway, um, he got honorably discharged, and he was actually married and divorced three times, which, like, he actually did get married a fourth time, but I don't know if... What happened there? He was legally divorced, but, like... Okay, okay, okay. He had a child with, like, his last wife. He has two children. He had a child with his last wife, and then just kind of dipped, so, um... (laughs) Sounds about right. I don't know. The legality on if they're married or not. He doesn't seem to be worried about any kind of legality, so... No, or... Or just anything. honestly anything, yeah. So he actually confessed to his first wife that he tied a woman to a tree and tortured her before eventually killing her. None of that. So if can... I was the wife, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm like go. That's I can be honest. Will has never said anything like that to me. Jack isn't either. Joking Weird. or other. So. Oh yeah. Um. <laughs> if if anyone ever makes that joke, it's that's not, not funny. Joke. It's not a joke. We're not gonna do that. Call the police. <laughs> yes. Don't wait for some for it to happen again. Yeah. So, um, Ray then ended up starting work as a maintenance man. Um, he actually worked for a, um, as a mechanic. 
in between there, but I'll, I'll talk a little bit about that yeah. later. It's not super prevalent. But um, after he was a mechanic, he actually started working as a maintenance man for the New Mexico Parks Department in, this is such a funny name, it's called Truth or Consequences New Mexico. Truth or Consequences. <laughs> which, I love that game. <laughs> which, like, fun fact, actually, the original name was Hot Springs, New Mexico. And on March 31st, 1950, the host of a radio show, a radio quiz show, Truth or Consequences, said that he would air the program live on its 10th anniversary from the first town that renamed itself to Truth or Consequences. Oh my god. <laughs> so like, That's why they did it. jumped on that opportunity. Which, so where like, do you live, Truth or Consequences? It's look, it's a banging name, I'm not gonna lie. It, is, it actually, actually is pretty cool. Right? So, um, then kind of in 19... 19- 97, Ray met Cindy Hindi, who worked at a state park in Truth or Consequences, New Mexico, mm-hmm. while she was fleeing convictions on Grand Theft Auto and a few other drug charges in Washington State. And super quickly, they became romantically involved, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Love it. Gonna go into her background. Match made in hell. Oh my god. That was a good one. Thank yes. you. I'm so right? proud of myself. <laughs> Okay, so last background before we kind of pick back up on where Cynthia is. Um, so Cindy Lee Hindi, or Cindy, uh, was born in 1960. Again, couldn't find her exact birthday. I don't really give a shit. So um, <laughs> yeah, well, she does. She doesn't deserve to have a birthday. Yeah, raised in a pretty poor neighborhood on the outskirts of Everett, Washington, which. That's my nephew's name. Shout out. Everett! <laughs> um, oh, right? I love Everett. He's adorable. He's so cute. Oh. Anyway, her mom was a bartender who was a severe alcoholic, so, like, probably not the best job to have. Yes. But oh, my God. I just put that together. She would pretty frequently let Cindy go hungry, um, which is horrific. We say constantly, really like, sad. it is not the child's fault. It's the adult's fault. Like, oh, 100%. We do not condone any abuse of children in any way, shape, or form. They Even, cannot consent. It's not okay. Yes, and also when we talk about these these monsters, that the the kids are not monsters. No, you no. know what I mean. Like they grew into that. Yes, they made a horrible. They made really Fostered bad choices. Into it. Like but look at Ray, his dad. Who's nature and nurture. Him. It's like a nature and nurture situation yeah, type thing. Exactly, and that does not give them the, the excuse. But when we talk about them as kids, we're not going to blame. I'm giving the kids child. an excuse because there is an excuse. You're a child. Yeah, you're a child. You know what I mean? Like, like you, you're supposed to be nurtured and raised. You didn't ask to be starved or beat exactly. or anything else. Exactly. So, that being said, her mom would frequently let her go hungry. And it's actually, like, really broke my heart. Mm-hmm. Her childhood friends actually remember her having to literally beg her mother for a can of tuna. Like, beg her. Oh, that is so sad. And Cindy Hindi would watch her mother go through horrifically abusive relationships um, where she would be, her mom would be beaten by her boyfriend, Dick, who, fitting name. Oh my god, his Um, name's Dick? Yeah. You could, you could call him that as much as you wanted and then be like, I'm just calling you by your name. Fitting. (laughs) So her mom and Dick eventually married when Cindy was eight, but when she was 11, her stepfather, Dick, crawled into her bed late at night and attempted to rape her. Which is kind of, like, insane, not saying that this is the same thing to happen to Cynthia, but they were both molested by a family member at 11. Yes, yeah. But for Cindy Hindi, as if this man wasn't a monster already, he then convinced her mother that he drunkenly mistook her for her mother. No. As if that's okay, no. either. She's 11. 
no. Yeah. Um, and her mom actually took her husband's side. <gasps> no. And together they kicked Cindy Hindy out of the house at age 12. At 12. Yep. Okay, first of all, first <clears throat> of all, that, I don't know, to me I'm like, what, Dick, why would you be like, well, it was just because I thought it was you. Mm-hmm. Like, that is, that is, that's just, that's disgusting. Right? He really is a double-sided dick, and I hate it. What an interesting term. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry to everybody, want to hear that. <laughs> oh my god, I'm cackling. Um, okay, so, pretty quickly, Cindy fell in with drug dealers and then began prostituting herself, uh, which is horrific, because she's literally 12. Prostituting like, yourself? What do you mean? Prostituting herself? Oh, I thought you said prosecuting herself. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, like, what? I don't know how to explain that more. <laughs> um, selling her body for sex. Um, and she became dependent on cocaine and alcohol. Uh, she began, this is kind of where she began liking pretty violent and aggressive sex that included rape fantasies. Okay. Um, part of me wonders that you see if at it stems. 12, um, yeah. if it was really a fantasy or if the reality was that she was being raped as a child. I didn't even... Well, yeah. So. Yeah. Um, and so she... Maybe that was her way of, like, coping. Mm-hmm. In a way, and being like, yeah, okay. So one of her ex-partners actually recalls that she said that they should, quote, rape somebody, maybe a prostitute, I don't know, end quote. Which is absolutely sick. Yeah. I don't know what age she said that as, so I feel bad for the child. I don't have any pity for the adult. Right, right. At all. Cindy Handy has three children of her own with three different fathers, which, very similar to her mother, she couldn't take care of them. Didn't want to. Uh, when her youngest was 10, she actually gave all three of them to her grandparents to raise. Which, I actually think good that's, for them. I was going to say, I think that's... I don't have any information on her kids or her grandparents. Right. So I don't know what kind of life they went to. I hope they were better than David Parker Ray's. But I yes. don't know. Well, I, I, I think it was good on her to, like, know that she couldn't take care of them. Yeah, absolutely. And she did, like, give them a better life in her. I don't know if it was a better life. I'm, I'm gonna just be optimistic and say yes, she yes, gave them a better yeah. life. Because uh, I don't, I don't want to think about that for three small children whose yeah. Yeah. mother is a evil, 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 evil lady. So, <clears throat> in 1997, she was fleeing those drug charges uh, in Grand Theft Auto and ran to Truth or Consequences and Matt Ray there. Ray is 20 years her senior, and she was 37 when they met. years? And he is 57. Wow. They moved in very quickly. Like, literally moved in together almost instantly. And Cindy Hindi said, quote, When I moved in, he started to tell me all the women he had murdered. He said at least one a year for 40 years. End quote. Wow. She said that she wasn't sure if she believed him, but that she was nervous but intrigued by it. Oh, no, no. Oh, yeah, he told me how many people he killed, and I was like, you got me. And Sucked soon me in. after hearing this, the pair began hunting for victims together after realizing that they both had deeply disturbing and violent sexual fantasies. Wow, so I guess it just, they were like, yeah, this is it. This is this is what we need. Yeah. You're the kind of guy I'm looking for. <laughs> so now we, we've learned about the toy box. We've learned background on... Cynthia, background on Ray, background on Cindy Hindi, um, and now we're picking back up on... Where Cynthia is? Cynthia is. Okay.
the morning of the third day that she's there. So, Ray comes out from the closet, dressed in a state park ranger uniform, and sits next to Cynthia. Oh, no. Oh, he's, like, role-playing. No, or is that his that's job? his job. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yes and no. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So, he's a, he's a park ranger. Yeah. Does he has, like, the whole ass uniform, too. Mm-hmm. You have to wear it. No, I know, but, like, I'm just picturing this man as, like... It's, like, a fluffy coat thing, the fluffy that's even It's even creepier, like, because the fact that, like, he's, like... I'm assuming park ranger, it's, like, you know, you're on trails and stuff, and it's, like, you see the park rangers. Mm-hmm. The fact that, like, he's one of them. Mm-hmm. That'll come back. I'll touch on that okay. in a minute. Well, in a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Patience! Probably, probably part two, because, surprise, it's gonna be a part two. <laughs> oh, yeah, guys, this is definitely so- two-parter. Anyway, my young. he comes out and he sits next to Cynthia and he tells her how he's going to take off the handcuffs and shackles since she's been a, quote, good girl, unquote. But he leaves the collar around her neck, so she's still chained to the wall. Okay. Because she's always in some way chained yeah. to the freaking wall. Um, also, sorry if you guys hear Jack and Will. They're obsessed with each other. Yeah. And we're not going to stop them from They're... talking because it's so cute. It, it is adorable. Anyway. Shut the hell! I'm just kidding. Oh, he gives her a paint bucket. Oh, okay. And then tells her to use it as a restroom for the day, and that when they when he gets home, they'll be going into the toy box. Oh no! Which she I... has not seen yet. Oh, she has not. Oh yeah, you described it, but she hasn't been in there yet. I described it. She's been in the mock one with the massage table. The fact that he has two, the fact that he has a mock one and then the actual toy. And box. the mock one is inside the home, and the other one is a whole separate trailer. Yeah, it's a, a whole... soundproof trailer. And you said it took it probably. It cost they said it's over a hundred thousand dollars over a hundred thousand wow okay yeah yeah so So, then he leaves for work and cindy handy is sitting in the living room watching soap operas while just ignoring cynthia's just letting her lie there she like literally and so cynthia is just kind of looking around at this point when suddenly cindy handy gets a phone call and kind of takes it into the back of the trailer i don't know whatever yeah Cynthia, suddenly, her eyes stop on a coffee table and realizes that there is a set of keys. Oh my gosh. Cynthia, yes. Queen. Okay. So she slips her body under that iron fence. Remember that I said that separates that step up into the bedroom? Yes, yes. She slips her body underneath there somehow and slowly pulls the coffee table closer to her. And is, like, again, like, sweating, I'm sure, the entire time. So much anxiety. Yeah. Thinking, I'm only going to get to do this once, and if I mess up, I'm dead. Yeah. There's no way. So, she manages to grab the keys. (gasps) Okay, okay. I'm I'm on the literal edge of the bed right now. You guys should see Meg right now. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, she tries to push the coffee table back to try to, you know, make sure nothing looks like it's been moved. Right, right, right. In case, like, Cindy Hindi comes back. Mm-hmm. But it pivots. And she just abandons that idea and instead starts trying to use the keys to unlock the chain around her neck. Right. At this point, it's like, that's like desperation. She's yeah. like, I just gotta go, 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 go. Suddenly, in comes Cindy Hindi. Okay. She comes back into the room and starts freaking out. She grabs the lamp on the coffee table and starts beating Cynthia in the head and back. Oh my. Oh Literally. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. Cynthia says that she feels like she's about to black out, 
But the entire time she's trying to break loose, she's, yeah, she's focusing on like I ignoring have, Cindy. Um, it's she's fighting for her life yeah, currently. Yeah. And adrenaline. Like literally. So she finally hears the lock click <gasps> and her collar the chain around her collar is loose. Oh my it's not off though, it's just loose. So it's she unhooked it from the wall. Oh, okay. Oh, so she my still gosh. has this collar on. But it's but she's out from the wall now. Mm-hmm. Just as she gets the collar loose, she manages to grab the phone that Cindy Hindi has dropped on the floor. Oh my gosh. And a random, like literally the most random shit I'm about to say, a random ice pick that had just been laying around. Just chilling. Like, I don't... Honestly, sounds about right. Sounds about right in that household. She calls 911, drops the phone, and stabs Cindy Hindi in the forehead but it just scratches her. Okay. Right? So while she is dazed, Cindy Handy is like, holy shit, almost just died. Yeah. Um, and also she's just terrified. Yeah, also she's probably enraged. Yeah. Cynthia bolts from the house. Oh, yes! And she runs up a dirt road, and also that 911 call, Cindy Handy hangs up immediately. Okay, okay. Um, and I'll kind of touch on it in a little bit. Right. But, <clears throat> so anyway. But she basically, like, Cindy Hindi caught the phone and was like, I'm just not gonna, like, she just hangs up immediately. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'll touch on that in a second. Okay. So Cynthia bolts from the house and runs up a, tor- a dirt road towards a car driving towards her, thinking, dear God, yes, someone's gonna save me. Yeah. But instead, the woman in the vehicle rolls her windows up and locks the door. And meanwhile, I'm visualizing... She is completely naked. Yeah, like, you can tell this woman is not okay. Has a chain. And you can also tell that she's not just, like, you know, oh, some creep. Like, no. This woman is chain, like, a literal chain around her neck. Because I'm, I'm assuming it's the collar and then the chain is dragging behind her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, the fact that somebody would just see this and, like, not help or at least ask a question she's got blood on her a chain around her neck yeah like guys come on come on and i'm sure she's crying (laughs) like god i can't even imagine anyway she continues running and sees a trailer and literally runs on their front porch and just opens the door yeah i would i wouldn't knock i'd be like now she was like thank god it was unlocked she barges in and also, just, like, imagine you're just, like, living your life, and this lady busts in, and you're like, oh my god. Yeah. She barges in and sees a woman doing dishes. Again, she's naked, bloody, and begging for help. And this woman, my icon, my queen, just literally is like, come sit down, come sit down. Oh, I love it. And she grabs the cigarette Cindy does, or Cynthia, out of the ashtray on her counter and starts smoking it. <laughs> Okay, I I love that though. She was like, "Girl, I need a cigarette." Well, she honestly, I'm like, she I would it. probably need a cigarette yeah. at that moment. Holy crap! So she grabs it, and the woman's husband walks in, dead stops, looks at her, turns around, and comes back in with a pink robe and helps oh, Cynthia cover oh. up. I okay, this and she's this is amazing, right? I'm I'm in love with this couple. He locks the door, and she Cindy Cynthia is panicking oh yeah i'd be assuming they're right behind me she said they're coming for me i don't know what the hell's happening 
Oh my god. And the man... I love this. He grabs his gun and tells her that no one's gonna hurt her at all, and he promises he's not gonna let it happen. Oh, I love that. So this man, again, they're taking care of her, bless these people, as cops start arriving, and they do, they call the cops, and you can actually hear her 911 call, the, um... You can look up the I think transcript. The, the lady's name is, like, Dorothy or something, or some... It's something that really sounds... You know what? I'm gonna go with Dorothy. I love that. It's either Dorothy or Dottie, but... <laughs> something adorable. I know, right? Fitting. So, she calls 911, and as cops start arriving, Cynthia is terrified. Yeah. Because she notices some of them have the exact same uniform, uniform! <gasps> as Ray. The park ranger thing! <laughs> oh, no! Oh my gosh, okay, yep, yeah. It is only when she sees a state cop that she opens the front door and sprints into this man's arms and tells her that she only wants to talk to him and he says he'll take her to the hospital. She even recalls now just how calming this man was for her in the moments, which, like, bless that man. I don't even know how you, like, respond to that. Like, wow. So. Like, her panicked, you know, it could also panic somebody else. But, like, the fact that this man was just like, okay, right? You. let me take you in. So, at the hospital, Cynthia finds out that 911 had heard their entire argument. And, like, from the phone call. <gasps> yes! Oh, my God. Okay, okay. So, she did so not she, hang up fast enough. She didn't hang up fast enough. No, she But when she did hang up, they called back. They called back. They sent an officer to the house. And they, like, no one was there. But then when officers entered the home, they saw the scene left by this altercation. And upon further instruction, or discover, what? Upon further investigation, <clears throat> they discover all of his torture devices. <gasps> oh, yes. <clears throat> oh, yes. This is, this is the right? freaking justice that I love. They send out a bolo and literally find Cindy Hindi and Ray a block away looking for Cynthia trying to bring her back. They really just, they thought, well, the, that that shows, <clears throat> once again, the narcissistic, like, qualities of him, just being like, oh, I'm, I just want Cynthia, I just want her back. Like, I, I'm not gonna get caught, I'm good, I'm safe. Oh my gosh. And that is where we're gonna end part one. Oh no! <laughs> you absolutely killed me. Oh yeah. my gosh, so, guys. A lot to take in. Part two, we're going to actually kind of touch on some of his other victims. Um, yeah, because he's had, with the amount of, like, trophies that you said and just, like, you know, you don't make $100,000 worth of fucking toy box things to only have one victim. That's, I hate to say well, that, that's true. Oh, uh, I'll leave. Uh, I don't want to spoil it, but, um... <laughs> Oh my god. We'll talk about it next week. Yes, guys, um, will, don't worry, part two is coming next yeah, week. Yeah, we'll talk about the victims, the court, uh, and just some and aftermath. The yeah. The justice so, that we all want to hear. Yeah. Guys, so, that is so terrifying. This is a heavy episode, so go outside, get some sunshine. Uh, know that not everyone you see is a killer, even though it might take a bit to Look at a cute that. kitty, I don't know. Um, yeah, or a cute puppy. Yeah. A bunny. Something cute. Yeah. Look at a flower. <laughs> I don't know. Look at a flower. <laughs> Yeah, just just but go yeah. make something happy. Jack and I, or, well, actually, yeah, Jack and I, and Grace, and Will, we're all going to go to a party. Four of us. Yeah, and we're going to get in the pool. Yeah. We're going to get in the pool. We're yeah. going to look at flowers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to s- stay far away from 
Mr. Toybox Man. Yeah. Until also, next week. I'm Mr. <laughs> Toybox. Also, I would like to say that I, I've heard the toy, I, I know of the Toybox Killer, and I've heard the story before, but I guess I, like, hadn't heard it in mm-hmm. a while, because there were so many details that Your I was, Your brain just like, trauma blocked it. Said, no. I, my brain did no, trauma block you. it. My brain said, I don't ever want to listen to this again. I totally forgot about the, the, um, recording. Yeah. Because that, that is still, like, gets yeah. to me. That, and of course, like, the, um, like, the bestiality thing. Yep. Like, where he's like, I'm gonna make my dog rape you, basically. Yeah. Like, I it's can't understand that. I can't. a horrific, this man is... Guys, I think part evil. two with the justice is gonna be the best thing we've ever heard in our And I'm excited, I'm excited. The justice is gonna be amazing. I wish you all could see the faces Megan makes during these cases. I know, I can't... <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, on the edge of my seat, just like, tell me more. I know. Um, and next week, you guys... Thing. Well, I say next week, because... I keep thinking, like, I have to, like, backtrack, because, like, next week is technically this one, because, like, Whenever this comes out. <laughs> Whenever this comes out, um, but it'll be next week from when you're hearing me say yeah. next week. Isn't it weird, like, whenever we record, right? like, in advance, then it's like, this might be a month from now, but, right? because, like, technically for us. Sometime in the future. Yeah. We're talking, we're talking to you from the future. No, from the past. Girl, <laughs> I'm talking to you from the future. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking to you from the past. Anyway, though, um... Yeah, you guys will get this next week. It's going to be a long distance one from next week, but, I mean, who cares, so. Yeah. You won't get to see my face as you give me the justice. But I, I can envision it. Just absolutely <laughs> excited as hell. Alright, guys. Well, I mean, per the usual, stay, like, I don't know, maybe not murdered? Yeah, I don't stay know. safe, I mean, stay not murdered. That and, would be nice. Um, we'll stay, see you next week. Stay, just, just be, just, just do good. Do don't good Don't be things. like this guy. Don't, don't be, be that guy. Don't be the toy black. Don't be that guy, guys. Yeah. It's not worth it. I don't want to talk about you on this yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. Don't be that guy. Don't make us do the next episode about you. Please. <laughs> All right, loves. Well. Bye, our little addicts. We'll talk soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.